Welcome back, everybody. This is the Sexual Intellectual Podcast with me, your guy, JD, aka He Who Pods. And there's lots and lots and lots to talk about, but I don't know if we have enough time for it all. We're going to try to keep this to the normal 20 minute time frame. So, first, we're going to go right into our sexual topic. And we're going to start with some YouTube creators who I love, who I was introduced to a while back by my man Dre. And so here is a clip from Abba and Preach. Great guys, very funny, but also very great creators. They have great videos. I watch all their stuff. And this video inspired today's topic. So here's a clip. I think there's a misconception out there when it comes to what qualifies as quote-unquote good or not good bedroom fun what makes sex good for some people is going to be different for others but the way a lot of people are introduced to anything bedroom related or anything intimacy related is i.e through adult videos or be through physical responses to things but when you don't know what you're doing in the bedroom what do you do you just do things you're emulating other people the whole kink stuff is great. Like you, you, you want to get break whips and do all this other stuff. Go ham, go do your thing. But if you think that's what makes you good at intercourse, you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. No clue. If you can't even do the basics, what is the basic? Can you even touch someone well? Because best believe, a lot of you motherfuckers have no idea how to touch someone in a way that makes them feel physically good. Some of y'all don't even know how to kiss people in a way that feels physically good. What I mean, you only have your way of kissing. You don't know how to adapt. It's almost like dancing. It is. You have your way of dancing, but if a partner is at a basic level or at an advanced level, you're going to do different things. You can't just try to do every spin you want to do if your follow can't do that shit. But the way some of y'all motherfuckers is, y'all be using tongue like it's anybody. Some women don't like tongue. Some women like it. You have to even know how to look at the cues. This is fucking basic shit that no one ever talks about. They are absolutely correct. And that made me think about bringing it here to our pod. So normally, what do we do here? We discuss sexual and political topics, current events, etc. He's right about one of the things I think. Although the bulk of this video, if you go watch it, and it's a great video, you should watch it. This is not an ad, they didn't pay me, just being honest. Uh, Although the focus of that video started as the opposite of kink shaming, which was vanilla shaming, basically he thinks a lot of people try to bring down people who want to do the quote-unquote regular stuff and not do crazy fly whips and chain stuff, he brought up some very good points about the fundamentals. And he's right. Something I've said here before is that we have to learn to adjust to our partners. But something we have not spoken about before is the fundamentals. You have to make sure that you got the fundamentals down. Lots of people do want to do wild, crazy stuff. They want the whips and the chains and the floggers and the blindfolds and uh, backdoor stuff and all type of good stuff. What do they call it? Butt play. Uh, and so they want to do all this cool stuff, but they haven't got the fundamentals down. And he's right. You got to have the fundamentals down. How can you try to do all of these other things without getting the fundamentals down? Nothing wrong with getting into any kink. Y'all know I'm a kinky guy. Y'all know I'm all for all the kinks. As long as you're not hurting animals and children, do your thing. But 
The fundamentals are very important. You have to get the fundamentals down. They're the building blocks. Yes, the kissing, the caressing, the intimacy, the basics, the quote-unquote vanilla stuff. It may not be your favorite thing, but it is the building blocks of intercourse. Yeah, everyone may not like missionary, and everyone may say it's the default, but so is doggy style. And guess what? I knock those a lot. But you got to have the fundamentals down. Can't stress this enough. Once again, he's absolutely correct. Not trying to make him feel good, not trying to prop him up, but truth is truth. And if you don't have the fundamentals down, it's very easy to become lackluster. If you are relying solely on the quote-unquote kinky stuff, the quote-unquote wild stuff, but you don't have the fundamentals down, not only are you doing yourself and your partner a disservice, really and truly, you're creating a crutch for yourself. Because you may be more into that stuff, but everyone is not. And the more stuff you're good at, the better. Think of it like Batman's utility belt. I know, kind of corny, but hear me out. Batman's utility belt has all these different gadgets inside. They're to help him in different situations. They're tools. Well, think of it as a tool. Whether you like the quote-unquote vanilla stuff or not, whether the intimacy... I don't know why the air quotes for intimacy. <laughs> whether you like the intimacy and the caressing and the kissing or not, there are many people who that is what they feel is the bulk of the session i'm trying to choose my words carefully because of youtube stuff but that's what a lot of people feel is the main thing and so you may want the whips and the chains and the butts play uh the butt play and all this other stuff but if your partner solely is re relying on the fundamentals now what do you do however if you've got the fundamentals down and you do meet someone who's more into kissing than you more into caressing than you, more into the basics than you are, you can do like Batman and go right into that utility belt. You can just pull stuff out. Boom, here, boom, here. Oh, got that. Oh, that's what you like? All right, boom, I got that. Boom, I got this. I think that's how a lot of things in the sexual realm are. I think a lot of the things are tools. And so if you know how to use a flogger, that's a bonus. If you know how to do BDSM stuff, that's a bonus. If you're good with butt play stuff, that's a bonus. And the list keeps going and going and going. But the basics that the house is built on, the vanilla stuff, quote unquote, is vital. Whether the person you're with loves vanilla or hates vanilla, those things are important to all forms of intimacy. It's a valid question. How can you? How can you say, hey, yeah, let's get to the crazy fly stuff, but you ain't even warm them up to get there. And yes, there are, for the arguers online, there are times when you don't want any of that. It's, you're going to get chained down when we get home. I'm going to whip out the stuff and I'm going to whip you until you say the safe word. Sure, but not every time and not with everyone. So this is a reminder to work on the fundamentals. Don't forget about the fundamentals. They are vital. They are very, very important. And so, thanks again to Abram Preach for inspiring today's topic.
That's it. Let's move on. And so to move on, we get the specs. So this article is from NBC News, but other platforms, other sources have covered it as well. You can check it out. And so the headline reads, Amazon sued for not telling New York State customers about tracking biometrics. Thanks to a 2021 law, New York is the only major American city to require businesses to post signs letting customers know they're tracking biometric information. The only one. The only one. As much flack as New York gets, as much flack as I give New York sometimes, they're the only one. That means the other 49 states have a bunch of cities, because it says it's the only major city, not even state. And so, only major city. Yeah. So all these other cities and states, they don't have anything up regarding this. No laws in place. We can just track your biometrics. Now, New York has this in place. And so, it says here, Amazon did not alert its New York City customers that they were being monitored by technology that tracks their bodies, shapes, and sizes, as well as their palm prints. That's kind of crazy. A lawsuit filed on Thursday alleges in a class action lawsuit, lawyers for Alfredo Perez said that the company failed to tell visitors to Amazon Go convenience stores that the technology was in use. So then it says the same thing about the 2021 law. Skip ahead. Amazon introduced its Go stores in 2018, promising that customers could walk in, take whatever products they wanted off of shelves, and leave without checking out. The company monitors visitors' actions and charges their accounts when they leave the store. It opened its first location, its first New York location, the following year, and has 10 stores all in Manhattan, according to its website. Damn, I didn't know there was 10 Amazon stores in New York City. All in Manhattan? I gotta find these stores. Well, maybe not if they're tracking biometrics, but anyway. So, for Amazon Go to successfully track its customers and the items they take, it has to continuously monitor their bodies, the lawsuit says. Quote, to make this just walk out technology possible, the Amazon Go stores constantly collect and use customers' biometric identifier information including by scanning the palms of some customers to identify them and by applying computer vision, deep learning algorithms, and sensor fusion that measure, <clears throat> that measure the shape and size of each customer's body to identify customers, track where they move in stores, and determine what they purchased. That's a quote from Amazon's folks. That's what an Amazon spokesperson said that its stores did. Oh, sorry, that's separate. So after that, it says an Amazon spokesperson said that its stores did not use facial recognition technology and claimed that the technology used to distinguish shoppers did not constitute biometric technology. They declined to comment on the signs. So here's the quote. They say we do not use facial recognition technology in any of our stores and claims made otherwise are false. Amazon One, our contactless palm-based identity and payment service is one of the entry options offered at select Amazon Go stores along with credit card and the Amazon app. Only shoppers who choose to enroll in Amazon One 
and choose to be identified by hovering their palm over the Amazon One device that have their palm biometric data securely collected and these individuals are provided the appropriate privacy disclosures during the enrollment process. The customer is always in control of when they choose to be identified by using their palm. And so, basically, this lawsuit is in place because the class action lawsuit is stating Amazon did not properly warn their customers. As you can see, Amazon is saying, well, we did. It's in the sign-up process, and only specific stores use the palm identifying. This ain't even a wave no more. This is an identifier. <laughs> All right, I'm being silly. But I think it's really interesting. Um, I don't know what happened or didn't happen. But I thought what was more important was the fact that no other major city has a requirement for people to, for consumers to be told their biometrics are being placed. I think that's really interesting. So that means all of the major cities in New York minus, I'm sorry, all of the cities in the United States minus New York City are allowing consumers' biometric data to just be consumed by these big companies. I think in the age of banning, this is very interesting. Or the age of trying to ban is very, very interesting. And so that's really what I came to say. I don't have a definitive uh, thought here on yay or nay uh, as far as the Amazon lawsuit goes. I do think, yes, we should always be told when these things are happening. But the reality is we know we're not. And that's why this is so interesting. And so if we are being tracked in all of these different ways by tons and tons of devices all throughout America... One question is, why is New York City the only city that has this law in place? Question number two, excuse me, question number two, should more states adopt these types of policies? Question number three, do you want your data to be collected in this way, your biometric data? Do you want to just swipe your palm over the camera to pay for stuff that I just pay for something? That's a joke. I don't know. Uh, I say if you sign up for it knowing, then it's all good because you have made a decision on your own. But we also know a lot of times when we see things, all these apps, we just hit agree to try to keep it moving. This is a big societal mistake, but it's the truth. We all do it, including me. We don't sit there and read all these long ass terms and conditions. Often that's where these things are. It's probably what Amazon is citing in their quote. So, I'll be paying attention to this lawsuit, seeing what happens as things continue, and trying to find out, where the fuck are these 10 stores? Who knew these 10 stores existed? Did you know these 10 stores existed? I definitely didn't, and I'd be in Manhattan. Shrug. And so, speaking of ban, let's move right into our next topic. Banning. Motherfuckers trying to ban everything nowadays. Alright, so... There is something called the Restrict Act. The Restrict Act is what is the new answer for TikTok. And so TikTok was not banned, at least not yet. 
we don't have a final answer, but I told you our last podcast what was stated. And so now, there is something called the Restrict Act that is trying to be put in place. And so, the Restrict Act does the following. This is from congress.gov. Okay? This is straight from the government website. I'm just reading and informing y'all. And so... Here we go. So, it says here, the Restrict Act, restricting the emergencies of security threats that risk information and communications technology act or the Restrict Act. So, Restrict stands for restricting emergency, excuse me, restricting the emergencies of security threats that risk information and communications technology act. That's what RESTRICT stands for. The bill requires federal actions to identify and mitigate foreign threats to information and communication technology, parentheses, ICT products, and services. Example, social media applications. It also establishes civil and criminal penalties for violations under this bill. Specifically, the Department of Commerce must identify, deter, disrupt, prevent, prohibit, investigate, and mitigate transactions involving ICT products and services in which any foreign advisory, such as China, has any interest and that, uh, that pose an undue or unacceptable risk to U.S. national security or the safety of U.S. persons. Blink, blink, blink. Additionally, commerce must identify and refer to the president any covered holdings, examples, stocks or security that pose an undue or unacceptable risk to U.S. national security or security and safety of U.S. persons. If the president determines that the holding possesses such a risk, the president may compel divestment of or otherwise mitigate the risk associated with the holding. Commerce may design any foreign government, excuse me, commerce may designate any foreign government or regime as a foreign advisory upon a determination that the foreign government or regime is engaged in a long-term pattern or serious instances of conduct significantly adverse to U.S. national security or the security and safety of U.S. persons and remove such a designation. Commerce must notify Congress before making or removing a designation. These actions are subject to congressional disapproval. The bill outlines enforcement mechanisms, including actions by the Department of Justice and civil and criminal penalties for the violation. All right, so this is clearly just a summary. Let me tell y'all the real for real that that's not saying. This gives them the power to give... Uh... All right, quick lesson. There's something called the Patriot Act. 
after 9-11, the Patriot Act was put in place. It gave us tons and tons of restrictions, and it allowed the government to have more and more power over what they can do with our information and what they can do to us. And so the Restrict Act is the remix. That's right, P. Diddy. This is the remix. Y'all know it. So, that is what we're talking about, right? The Restrict Act is bullshit. All it is, is trying to gain more power. They can say, you cannot be on TikTok, you cannot be on Twitter, and who knows what else, okay? There's tons and tons of little, little nooks and crannies inside the bill when you're not reading that summary, Okay, if you go read the bill thoroughly, you'll see that there's plenty of other shit they're trying to restrict. And so really, it's just the remix, the baby of the Patriot Act. No, no, no restrictions. Restrict these, okay? Restrict these. That's what I say, okay? Yes, I have a definitive opinion on this. Restrict these, okay? Don't act like Amazon ain't taking our data, Meta ain't taking our data. None of this shit is a national security issue. Yes, Meta has been sat before Congress. Zuckerberg has had to answer questions. It ain't changed much, okay? Let's keep it real. They just want to be able to have more power and restrict us, not the entities they claim that they want to restrict, okay? Further evidence of this, which we'll get into next pod, is what's happening in Tennessee, okay? In Tennessee, in Tennessee, Democratic politicians and Republican politicians were standing with students protesting, okay? And they are very clearly restricting who and what can be done. Students are protesting and two Democrats were there protesting with their constituents, okay? And there was Republican people there as well. I don't know exactly how many, I will get back to you. And there's a picture of a Democrat and Republican side by side, I believe holding hands. If I'm wrong, I apologize in advance because I saw a quick snippet in a video. I did not get to fully dive into how many Republicans were there. But what I do know is the Democrats were melanated people. And the melanated people have been banned. They've been barred. They are losing power while the Republicans who are not colored, are not melanated, they are white, are all right. They're not facing any fines or restrictions or penalties or bans. Okay? These actions are clear. We cannot trust quote unquote big gov and we have to pay attention because they're trying to restrict us in many, many ways. And I say, no, no restrictions. Restrict these, bitches. I'm gonna end it there. We'll be back next week. Thank you once again. Sorry to make this a little serious at the end, but sometimes we gotta talk about serious shit too. Can't always be laughs and hee hee ha ha every pod, okay? Thank you for being here. Don't forget to like and comment. Let me know. How do you feel about the Restrict Act? Are you working on your fundamentals? Because you should be. Do you watch Advent Preach? Let me know. Put in the comments how Advent Preach say. We want to hear from you. <laughs>